How Your Community Can Improve Your Career. Robin Y. Greenlee, Acting Chief Risk Officer of Maple Mark Bank in Dallas, Texas, shares how community helped her understand her calling and offers four lessons she learned along the way. It's not what you know, but who you know. If we've heard it once, we've heard it a thousand times. If we want to move ahead in our careers, it's all about meeting the right people. And for each time we've heard this time-worn advice, there are at least a dozen stories of how someone got that plum job, found that perfect opportunity, met the biggest client, received the choicest publicity, not by applying for it, but by knowing or meeting someone who made it possible. There's no denying the value of our human network, but it often seems as we're climbing the proverbial ladder that those perfect connections seem more elusive than this advice would suggest. So how do we surmount this obstacle? How can we conjure up the right connections from where we are, especially when our starting place is not exactly a high visibility position? I confess that in my more gullible youth, I imagined that the magic combination of right people would appear at just the perfect moment to propel me to well-deserved success magically. After all, I've always been dedicated and industrious, smart, and dependable. Surely the world would see the value of my hard work and beat an anxious path to my door. I probably don't have to tell you that much of my hard work simply got me more hard work. Lesson number one, get out of your comfort zone. It was challenging to break out of my comfortably worn path and do what did not come naturally, go out and build a network from a vast array of strangers. The first challenge was to realize and believe that hard work was not enough to get me ahead. The facts are simply undeniable, that putting in long hours of hard work and producing good results may be enough to get and keep a standard stable job but it's not enough to make you stand out from the many others around you who do the same thing so that you can achieve the career growth to which you aspire. If I wanted to make a difference, I had to be different and to make others see that difference. My second challenge was my starting place. My positions had always been inward facing rather than outreaching positions. By that, I mean operational or internal function positions where my quote-unquote customers were other staff in my company. Most sales, marketing, or executive positions tend to have built-in opportunities for networking because they, by their very nature, involve calling on people or going to functions. I discovered I would have to find my own networking opportunities and give myself permission to invest time and effort in them. This turned out to be a great learning experience and lots of fun, I'm so glad that I took the initiative to get out there and make the effort regularly to connect with people wherever I could. My job became not just doing, but going. And it's not coincidental that Jesus built this into his last commands to his people before he left the earth. Go ye therefore. There is something in this command, but it comes after the going. Lesson number two. Not all networking opportunities are created equal. I eventually found that some, perhaps many, of the efforts I invested in yielded little, if any, fruit toward my career aspirations. At the beginning, that was okay because I was meeting people and trying things out to see what fit. I was learning. 
But at some point, my time became too limited to invest unproductively. So where to concentrate my efforts for the best return on investment? Setting goals and researching the opportunities to identify those that best align with your desired direction can help you minimize the wasted effort and enter the circles where the most valuable contacts already circulate. Mentoring and advice can bring big dividends in this regard. Seeking out those who are or have been where I want to be and getting their input on what has value can make a powerful difference. But it isn't enough to get into the right circles. We also need to build relationships with people in those circles. That means that those blessed few must be willing to share their abundance with others. Sadly, it's not always the case. Lesson number three, getting what you want. Many years ago, never mind how many, I read a book by Zig Ziglar called See You at the Top. Ziglar was a highly successful salesman and sales coach who had become a motivational speaker and writer. Something he wrote in that book has stuck with me for all these years, perhaps because he repeated it over and over and over. You can get what you want if you help enough other people get what they want. This came back like a lightning bolt to my mind when I tried to discover how to get the help I needed to grow my career. At first I thought, I have nothing to offer because I haven't gotten anywhere yet. I'll be glad to help others when I get up the ladder. But that's no good. Helping others had to come first. My second objection, what do I have to offer? Herein I found just what I needed. I was hoping for others to give me the benefit of their time, wisdom, and influence to help me get ahead. So I had to be ready and willing to offer my time, wisdom, and influence to others to help them get ahead. My problem was that I believed I couldn't be any help in my current position, but that is never true. We all have something to offer, even if it's only a listening ear. I was worried about solving people's problems rather than offering them help. As a Christian, I realized that the results of my help were God's business and not necessarily mine. My responsibility was to be available for God to use in the lives of others. So I began taking those calls, emails, or meetings, listening, asking questions, then seeing if perhaps I had advice or an introduction I could provide to help that person take their next step. Focusing on providing help to others instead of focusing on whether I could solve someone's problem was so liberating. Lesson number four, you have more to offer than you thought. By being available and willing to offer what I can, I found no end of resources making their way back to me, both to fulfill my goals and to fill the needs of others. By stepping out of my comfort zone and connecting other people to one another, I found that I had more to offer than I thought. I gave more help than I realized and affected more results than I expected. I worry less and participate and celebrate more. I believe it's common for many of us to fear offering our help because we don't think we can really make a difference. But when I have done what I could, little though it might seem, I have found God making much of my little. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Luke 6.38 Like the little boy with a few loaves and fish, 
I found my little to be much in the hands of someone who knows how to use it and knows why he gave it. Even though I have moved to a new community, I found that my former associates and colleagues, as well as the new ones I've met through Forward, are willing to respond to my request for help for myself and for others. I found that I had a ready group of cheerleaders who would encourage me when I needed help, believing in what I can achieve. I found a willing and able group of go-getters to whom I can turn to find answers for myself or help someone else along the next step in their path. I found an amazing mentor program peopled with difference makers who selflessly give their time and talents to invest in someone coming up behind them. And I found a community where I can offer my own encouragement and efforts to change the world, or at least my little corner of it. Many of the limits to career growth I have encountered along the way were self-imposed by obstacles of my own making that God has been ready and willing to take me beyond if I would simply avail myself of his provision. And one of his most abundant provisions is his community. You can be sure that God will take care of everything you need, his generosity exceeding even yours in the glory that pours from Jesus. Our God and Father abounds in glory that just pours out into eternity. Philippians 4, 19-20 So, who do you know?